This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 194 of Ghosts in the Night, a paranormal Andrew Crime Parrot pod, 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 podcast. Boo! And you peaked like a son of a bitch. I knew I was going to. Pee popper. Yes. Tonight. <laughs> that was a good one. Was, Jesus ooh. Christ, you're choking on that you ghost got, cock, huh? I got some of that white creamy stuff in my mm. in my throat. That If you missed that, you should come to the podcast early and get the pre-show shit that we do. Which is just as stupid and ignorant and immature as the general episode. Gonzo said it's about damn time. Well, it's about damn time. Well, Gonzo got fucking Gregory accosted in the uh, fucking um, Patreon show last week. Why, why? I think it was David jumped in there. He was like, oh, the one that's cheap and won't get a Patreon subscription is finally in here. And I was like, no, you got the wrong one. Gregory is a loving, loyal fan. See, we already ghost did cock. that. Ghost cock, Gonzo. We already did that joke. Ghost it's cock. Not as funny the second time around. Ghost cock. That's episode one ninety five. Oh, ghost cock. Ghost cock. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it's not. Looks like I know what I'm ordering on Amazon tonight. Is clear true, dildos tonight's true crime? Or is this not really true crime? Is it? Yeah. Is it true crime? Oh yeah. It's more culty. Oh, it's true crime true crime oh yeah i know like i've said in the pre-show i know nothing about this shit so i will be learning buckle up buttercup i'm about to pull my fist out of your butthole and show you the truth that is inside you don't have to threaten me with a good day and time mm-hmm. all right travis will take over the show uh what? we show the link every show fuck off hold on a minute wait 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 for it Look there at that. you go look at that wait now you can see it even better, kind of. We might need to change the color on that. I don't know. Anyway. But look at that. That's for... There's the link. If you really want me to send it to you, I'll fucking send it to you on Instagram. All right. For those of you who are new to this podcast, I should say... Uh, watch out for the foul language. This is... We record these live on YouTube if you're listening to this. Goddamn right. But we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbean. We're on, we're on Amazon. Yes, I know. Mm. Me and Jeff Bezos like that. I saw that, and my areolas were about fourteen and a half inches we're across. Audible too. Is the areola the part around the at the base of the nipple or the pointy part? We are not. Yeah, I don't. I do not know. Uh, no, we're. I not know that the perineum is the scientific term for the taint. If you say so, I'm just saying it is. I don't know. But anyway, for those people who listen to this podcast, we record these live, like I was saying, on YouTube on our YouTube channel, channel every. Sunday evening, and we do a bonus show on Monday. So feel free to join in the shenanigans. Wait, what? What? What, did, what schedule did you just say? What did I say? Did you say Mondays? Did I say Mondays? I think you did. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I don't really listen to you when you talk. To I don't honest. listen to me either. Fuck, I don't know. It's Sundays and Sundays and Wednesdays. What's your name? Steve? Bob today. Oh, okay. Uh, Piece of shit. 
I love how we have these lights back here. They don't do a fucking thing. <laughs> but we record these episodes live on our YouTube channel every Sunday. And our bonus episode, our just shoot the shit session on Wednesdays. Yes. Where we have fun with the people in the chat. So Shoot the want, fuck. If you want to partake in the fun, go to YouTube.com slash backslash. We'll see. I get confused. It's just forward slash moves forward, backslash moves back. It's easy. Stop being stop being old. Well, now we're being, You're supposed to be the tech guy. We're being mean to all the dyslexic people here. That's not it's not my fault they suck. It's not my fault that God loves us more than them. But come on over to our YouTube channel if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app and have fun with us. Yeah, if you want to see two fat guys do stuff and drink beer. Although I might switch to seltzers or something. You will be officially banned from the podcast. Dude, you're the one that brought up going, starting to go to the gym again. I take that shit seriously when I go on diets. I don't take. Last any- time I did that shit, I stopped drinking entirely and lost like fifty pounds in like a month and a half. I will never drink a seltzer again after last Wednesday. I don't know the fucking uh, Astra has like a. I tried the Matt that was on here. Yes, he got a um, like a sampler pack. They have. I think it's it might. I think it's Astra. They have like a soda set. Mm-hmm. They got orange soda. Root beer, red cream soda, cherry soda, and I think something else. They're not bad. Not good, though. They just taste like diet soda with a little bit of water and some cock. Ghost cock. Ghost cock. (laughs) Hashtag ghost cock. It's a boo cocky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Fuck off. Let's get get into this shit. Get into it. All right. Tonight we're talking about Om Shinrikyo. Om Shinrikyo is a Japanese doomsday cult circa the 80s into the 90s. So in order to get into Om Shinrikyo, we have to start somewhere. Every every story has a beginning. This story starts with Shoko Asahara. Now, Shoko Asahara was born at Chizuo Matsumoto on... I'm going to have to hold my phone for this. Sorry, we didn't plan this. Our printer is down. Anybody wants to send a printer, we will provide a fucking place where you can send it to, and we will use it. Well, maybe that uh, fake Phil in the chat will. Oh yeah, all his fake Phil back. Gonzo's being funny again. You fucking slut monger. At least you get the right damn picture. All right, so back to it. Shoko Asahara was born Chizuo Matsumoto on March second, nineteen fifty-five, to a large, poor family of tatami mat makers, which. Tatami mats are like those uh, bamboo mats, like floor mats and shit, are the ones that they roll up to do like the cutting okay. demonstrations for samurai swords and shit. Okay. Katana. Katana. Um, and he was born in Yatsushiro Kumamoto, Japan. Aren't you glad that I'm the one that took this episode? Well, for one, if I was doing this episode, we would... Uh, we would have, you would have already committed a hate crime by pronouncing <laughs> yes. these words. We would have been canceled by now. So, so ra- damn, how far behind are you? You're just getting the intro on your shit. Sorry, guys. So, one of seven children, Shoko suffered from inf- infantile glaucoma from birth, leading to total blindness in his left eye and partial blindness in his right eye. He was enrolled in a school for the blind, along with one of his brothers, who was completely blind, where... Uh, he basically just became the like big swinging dick of this school because of the fact that he could see out of one eye to an extent. 
And sidebar to that, the reason that Shoko Asahara ended up being enrolled in this school for the blind as well as his brother, because like I said, his brother was completely blind, is because at the time, at least, families in Japan got some sort of assistance from the government for their children being have being born and having disabilities, being born with and having disabilities. Fuck my mouth. Such as blindness. So that might have been a part of the reason or probably was a part of the reason why he also got enrolled in this school. They got a, basically a government kickback for having blind kids, which makes sense. To yeah, that's fair. Extent. That's fair. Somebody's got to love your family because God doesn't if he's real. So Shoko would be the eyes for these blind kids at this school, and he would lead them to places like restaurants and other normal day-to-day shit that they would have to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. But he would then extort these kids by for money or for free food because he would lead them places, and then he would threaten to not lead them back to the school. And if they did not pay him with food or money of some or some sort, he would just leave them there. So he started out early at being a douchebag. Yeah. Okay. He's just leaving blind kids places. That's, I mean, that's low. Oh, you know, get the make a chicken for the shako, you stay at the McDonald's. Well, if I'm going to be stranded, I want it to be at McDonald's. You learn to run at a career, you stay here forever. You never make it back to school. You try to make it back to school, you get hit by a Mitsubishi Garante. We are so and the whole time you get hit by the car, the car played a song from a Tokyo Drift. Ding, 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 ding. One day if you go, Tokyo. You know the song I'm talking about. Nope. Yeah, you do. If you heard it, you'd know it. Or the one that everybody knows from that movie. Ooh, my life be like, ooh. Uh. That's when, uh, I'm pretty sure that's when Bow Wow's car comes down on the fucking, the the ferris wheel of vehicles the parking garage and it's got all the fucking feet coming out of it and shit my life be like ooh, uh. he's all excited and i'm like is that a fuck i think it was like a Touareg or some shit like that hmm. and who knew it would become a tiktok craze right at some point fuck my mouth that's i've been twice. saying that a lot yeah that's my new catchphrase so there was also allegations that he was also uh just the like he would legitimately just fuck these kids up like, okay. like, <laughs> um, by either play fighting or play wrestling. <laughs> play wrestling. Well, I Is mean, that code it, for no. Somebody asked. Well, because well, I thought about, I was like, that's kind of weird, and I thought about, I was like, J- Japan wrestling is fucking huge in Japan. Sumo wrestling. Professional wrestling. Oh, professional, professional wrestling is massive. Yeah, like that. Oh, okay. I thought you. Meant and I guess that. when they did shit wrong, he'd just fuck them up. He'd be like, "Oh, you pharaoh." You call me uh, Japanese Bret Hart Daddy. <laughs> you like that one? I like that one. So, over the course of this, they come to find out that Shoko was actually a very gifted student in mathematics. And by the time he graduated in 1977, which, if you do the math on that, that means he was 22 when he graduated. So, how gifted was he? Not very. Right. I was younger than that when I graduated. Uh, So by the time he graduated in 1977, he had a substantial amount of money from extorting the blind kids at the school, like $30,000. Nobody kicked this guy's ass up to this point. They're blind. What year year was this? He graduated in 77. He was born in 55. So I don't know what year he actually went to the school. 
but they're blind kids. And he was also partially blind. What do you? Okay, let's be real here. I understand that things were different back in the day, and plus, it's a foreign country where things might get a little rough anyway. But who's gonna fucking? Who's gonna hit the blind kid? Like, don't do that. Like, it's no fun. If a, like you hit if a, a like you hit blind. a normal kid once, and then you fucking act like you're gonna hit them. They flinch. A blind kid's just gonna stand. There. Oh, that is so mean, right there. But if a half blind kid's picking on and being mean and. Doing horrible shit to a full. Oh, you fucking hit him in Braille. You could do better than that. There's a a Braille Playboy in existence. That's what I want to do. Oh my god! Did you know there's like there's like paranormal and uh, like extraterrestrial. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Erotica, like literature. We should do that on a fuck off. When well, no, fuck off, should just read, read those. They're fucking uncomfortable. Would you find one? We'll, we'll, oh, we'll, they're everywhere. They're easy to find. We'll pick one for Wednesday. Okay, they're uncomfortable. You heard to, it here. Like it's uncomfortable to hear them, but it's so funny at the same Come time. Come back Wednesday. It, it's it's fucked. Yeah, it, it, I don't. I don't even know if I want to do it. Like, just I've heard people read them, and I'm like, ugh, ugh. Well, maybe we'll. This read one's it. about like Bigfoot and aliens and shit. It's very descriptive. Sweet. Yeah, it's weird. Back to the fucking... Back in the channel. So in 1978, Shoko moved to Tokyo, where he met and married an affluent woman named Tomoko Matsumoto, with whom he had six children. I think he had 14 total. That's a lot of fucking... 12 or 14 total. Six by her. Because some accounts say that all of them were by her. That's not true. So he was a bit of a player. He's a fucking cult leader, as we will find out. I missed my calling. Which that's, well, that's normal, you know what I'm saying? So, funded by his new wife, Shoko opened a pharmacy providing, quote, traditional Chinese medicines and acupuncture. He sold ridiculous shit, which was basically just alcohol and fruit and stuff like that mixed together as like miracle concoctions to help a myriad of symptoms and diagnoses. So he picked on blind kids. Yeah. And he was a snake oil salesman. Oh, yeah. And he was selling this shit for thousands of dollars. So this I think it was like $7,000 for like a six-month treatment of like, of um, I think it was alcohol and orange peel. Well, that would cure cancer. Or cause it. <laughs> Either or. Depending on the day. alcohol. If it's Everclear, I don't know what's going to happen. Hey, I've had my fair share of Everclear. It's awful. It's no worse than moonshine or I would rather have moonshine or American honey. American honey's not that bad and you know that. You've had American honey and you said it's not that bad. You liked the fucking cinnamon version of it. Yes. So anyway, I like cinnamon. Yes. Shoko took a crack at politics over his life which didn't work out. Uh so he started the Om Immortal Mountain Wizard Association in 1984. Did you say wizard? Yes, mountain wizard to be exact. What's Please explain what a mountain wizard is. It is a wizard in the mountains. Are we talking hocus pocus, Merlin type shit? Kinda. Okay. We'll get into that a little bit. All right. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Harry Potter in the mountains. Now that would have been a good show. Hermione Mountain Ranger. Well, she had little mountains. <laughs> Mine was bad and it just continued to get fucking worse. So he tried to gain followers and money by advertising that you could learn to gain psychic powers by joining his group. 
He also claimed that he could levitate, move through walls, read minds, and breathe underwater using meditation. Now, the levitation thing was his fucking bread and butter. And because he could levitate by appearances, he would use proper camera angles and timing and a certain yoga pose to where he could like, I guess like flex his legs in the right way. And if you're at the right angle, it looks like his, he's coming off the ground. He was David Blaine in it. Yes. He was David Blaine. The, um, David, uh, Copperfield. Or could he stay in ice for like 85,000 days? Christian motto angel. I still stand beside, behind myself with that is a great fucking show. What, Chris? Mind, Mind Freak? Freak? Mind Freak! Yeah, if he didn't... Chris Angel Mind Freak? Chris Angel as a human being would be better if he didn't look like... What does he look like? He looks like he looks- Alice Cooper when he was 25 if he had like a monthly box subscription to Affliction Clothing. He was a... I think he looks like a cross between Paul Stanley and the lead singer from Rat. I don't know who the lead singer of Rat is. Just, you can't picture him? No. Okay. I'll try it a little before your time. I'm pretty sure they were like dead by the time I was no, born. I think, I think his name's Pe- something Piercy or Pierce or something like that. I think he's actually still alive. It's really descriptive. Well, would you go- I will Google that shit. Okay. Uh, he... Through these advertising campaigns, and which these were successful, like people enjoyed his advertising campaigns, he gained a increasingly large following, and his followers began to branch out to accommodate their numbers on their own. What? What? Stephen Piercy. It was his name. Piercy. I hate that. And. He is still alive. He's only 66. Excellent. He's going to die soon. The more you know. So as as per usual with cult leaders, God told Shoko that he was to lead his army, and an old dude also told him on a mountain, also told him that he basically was the chosen one, and he was chosen to lead the survivors of the coming apocalypse. So in 1987, Chizuo Matsumoto officially changed his name to Shoko Asahara and renamed the group Om Shinrikyo. This was the year that he made his first apocalyptic prediction, which called for nuclear war wiping out the world between 1999 and 2003, which, according to him, could only be avoided by having a Buddha in every country around the world with him being the ruling Buddha. Of course. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, people. that's how that works. That's not even cult shit. That's just religion. Yes. All things shall perish unless you listen to me, and I'm the only one that knows the secrets. That's how it works. And I'm the only one that knows the secrets here. Just listen, stupid. So, he at this time, he applied for government registration. It was granted legal recognition as a religious corporation in 1989 against the advice of cult experts and government officials by the Tokyo Metropolitan Government. Shoko then took on his chosen appearance by growing a beard, long hair, and he chose to only wear purple robes from this point on. He had some like multiple uh, influences uh, in here, and one of which that kind of 
has its uh, has a I don't want to say like a foreshadowing thing, but it is. That's exactly what it is. I don't know if it's uh, the I wouldn't call it the manifesto, if you will, necessarily. But one of his large, his bigger influences in his religious beliefs and views and fucking teachings was Isaac Asimov's science fiction foundation trilogy, which was referenced in this quote. Depicting as it does an elite group of spiritually evolved scientists forced to go underground during an age of barbarism so as to prepare themselves for the moment when they will in- emerge and rebuild civilization. Sounds like every other fucking doomsday cult yes. ever. Now, <clears throat> I, want, <clears throat> I, want some, I want to hear a new one that is creative. Excuse me. So... He also took influences from Tibetan Buddhism, Indian Buddhism, and Hinduism for his writings and teachings and chose Shiva the Destroyer as kind of like a watermark um, mascot for this whole thing, which Isn't I'll give him. with multiple arms. Yes, I'll give him that. Shiva the Destroyer is fucking sick. Look, Google Shiva the Destroyer. Like, it is one of the coolest representations of a god or goddess there is. And, like, Shiva just, it's Shiva the Destroyer. She just fucks shit up. Just like, oh, that thing? I'm going to fuck that up. I'm going to fuck that up next. You keep running your goddamn mouth, Bilbo. F- I almost... <laughs> uh, dildo Baggins. I'm going to fuck you up, too. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we talking about? I have no Who idea. Who are you? I have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Why is there a camera lubrication and fucking dildos over there? The One of them's show. shaped like a fist. The after show. Mm. Which we don't do on Sundays. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So once Shoko Asahara established his group in the eyes of the public and began to gain more followers, he became even more credible by making TV appearances and getting on the covers of magazines. <laughs> this shit, yeah, he really, he was doing this thing. Like, legit. Now, was he that good? And persuasive, or were the Japanese a little I th- gullible? I think I think a lot of it was technique, because he went on TV. He had tabloids and shit like that, or he was in them. But the big one was manga or anime. See, I knew I disliked anime for some reason. I mean, I like some animes, but like the that was a big one. That was a really big uh, pull for a lot of people, especially younger members, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Excuse me. So over the course of his cult career, Shoko wrote multiple religious books and pamphlets, if kinda, which were supposed to teach people the powers that he claimed to have, like x-ray vision. Oh yeah, the doctrine of Omer Shinrikyo is based on the, let me, this is a whole different language, bear with me, Vajrayana scriptures, the Bible, and several other religious texts. Texts. And in 1992, he published Declaring Myself the Christ, where he proclaimed to be Christ himself and was supposed to be Japan's only fully enlightened master and identified with the Lamb of God. It gets very culty very quick. This, this, this story does 180s real fast. Like it, it goes from like, oh, normal kid to, oh, fucking extorting blind kids. Well, was he oh, ever normal? I'd say for probably like three years, maybe. 
From zero to three does not count. That's fair enough. So he started offering his psychic services to the public, and he he would use this to heal injuries and provide them the knowledge and power to levitate and have x-ray vision and all that other shit that he talked about. So basically, he was creating Superman. For $350 per session. And this was in the 80s? Yes. Which kind of sounds like a bit of a deal. Now, the cost of entry to Om Shinrikyo was $750. And anal play. Depending on the time period. Okay. That goes back and forth. But the more you were able to pay, the more perks that he would be provided to you. Well, only makes sense. I have a list of some. Okay. So for $2,000, a new member could get a gallon of Shoko Asahara's bath water, which was used, of course. For $2,000. Two grand. A gallon of used bath water. And this man was not a sexy beast. He, I'm trying to think of somebody to compare him to. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like... Like Fat Bobby Lee with a bigger beard, longer hair. And slightly more on the Japanese side, not so Korean. Well, well okay, that makes kind of makes sense. I can tell the difference. As an Asian, you are endowed with the ability to go, no, nah, he's prob- probably Thai? I almost pulled a Travis. What? Said something racist? Yeah, but I withheld. Attaboy. I pushed it down. Hey, you go, boy. So moving on to for um, $7,000, followers could drink Shoku, Shoko's uh, magic blood. I don't know that it was actually his blood, Great but piece. it was alleged to be his blood to endow them with some of his knowledge and powers. So a little vampirism going on. And we're talking like a spoonful for seven grand. If that's the deal and vampires are out there, if you want to pay $7,000 for a spoonful of my blood, shit, drain me, daddy. Vamp up, big boy. Show me them Show me them teeth. Seven grand. You can bite me wherever you want. In the taint. Go for it. Be shitty. It'd probably be enjoyable. Uh, and also, we have some more. For $800, you would get... A lock of his hair, which was used to brew tea for the followers to drink. Hair tea. Used bath water, blood, and hair tea. So there's a lot of illness going on in here. But the question is, where do we draw the line of financial expenditure mixed with gross shit in order to get things like x-ray vision and the power of levitation? Because honestly, if I had the money to spend, I might throw out all of this and drink the tea and the blood and the bath water to get the fucking x-ray vision and shit. You know what? Because I'm going to make a fuckload more money off having those abilities than I spent on getting them. I'm seeing some new Patreon tiers coming. Oh, I'm fucking going Hancock level. I'm fucking throwing whales back into the ocean and like dropping cars on the fucking Space Needle or whatever the fuck that building that was in that goddamn stupid Will Smith movie. Hey, that was a good fucking movie. That was not a good movie. That it was, was entertaining, but it was not a good movie. It was entertaining. It was good. We're angels. Eat my dick, Charlize Theron. They were gods. I thought they said they were closer to angels. I think they were gods. Well, that's still fucking stupid. Or maybe they said they we looked at them as gods back in the day. I think that was the scenario. That's a lot of things. But anyway, back to the story. So, <clears throat> excuse me, there were over 20 levels to Om Shinrikyo that someone could work their way through over the years. 
And once a member completed all the levels, they could have a one-on-one cup of tea with Shoko Asahara with $8,000. On top of what you've already said? Yes. Now, the members of this group did not know at the time that this tea was spiked with LSD. Now it's a party. Of course you're going to think the guy you're talking to is a goddamn fucking prophet. You got acid in your fucking system. The fuck you think you're talking about? Like he's just gonna all he's gonna do is like pat your head and you're gonna be like, mm. like he does this, like snaps his fingers a couple times in your face and you're gonna be like, oh fuck. So this basically is the Asian version of Scientology. Worse. At this, this story this gets worse. Oh, okay, we get down and dirty. Oh, it gets way worse. So, moving on, despite, 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 I, I got Japanese racist in there for no reason. Despite the, past the Sprite, I thirsty, the, the, thirst the quench it. Remember those th- Sprite commercials where they were playing basketball and then the basketball court turned into like a pool? No. Because their thirst was so oh, quenched yeah, yeah. by the Sprite. The fuck are you talking about? Sprite is not the thirst quencher. It's just fucking spicy lemon lime water. Makes your eyes water if it's fucking fresh. You know, I think we get, when you do your Asian voice, Ugh. I think you should have to take off your glasses just so we don't get canceled. Hey. I cannot read the notary. I can't read. Okay, so here we go again. Now, despite all the crazy bullshit, uh, Om Shinriko had over a thousand followers by the late 80s. What the fuck are we doing wrong? It gets bigger said me Shoko and his close disciples stuck to their modest existence for the most part aside from having an armored Mercedes Benz that was gifted to him by a wealthy follower they stuck with the robes and the guru look but they had an armored Mercedes I tell you what like for what where the fuck are you going I'm getting me a fucking robe you live in a country that that, the guns are illegal what the fuck do you need an armored Mercedes for what are you worried somebody's gonna what, what is Bullseye from Daredevil going to fucking <laughs> a goddamn chopstick at your fucking window? No, I think you'll be all right, bud. Just get a goddamn, get in a fucking rickshaw like everybody else and almost die every time you pull into traffic because those guys are like, hana, hana, while they pull out into traffic and there's fucking full-on Mitsubishi fucking haulers coming at them. I'm just saying, I'm, we're wearing robes and we're going to start spouting a little bit more scripture. I guess. I'm down. We can try it. So in 1988, the group began constructing a compound for themselves near Mount Fuji, and followers were pushed to disconnect themselves from their families and give all their assets to Shoko Asahara and Om Shinrikyo. Getting even more culty. Traditional cultiness coming on. Give over your assets. And your assets. Round of applause. Let me see those assets clap. I scared the dog. (laughs) Chalupa, Chalupa went a running. You are not going to be in GITN Shinrikyo. GITN Rikyo. You handle the fucking comments. I'm reading. Go ahead. I keep losing my spot. So everyone other than Shoko had bad karma when they entered the group and would sometimes be physically assaulted in an effort to remove the negativity from them, regardless of how old the person may have been. Okay. Like sticks, fists, 
So they're beating up everybody. doesn't matter how old. Which we will get into the treatment of children later as well. 70 to 60. What? From the age 7 to 70, we're beating the shit out of them. You're just changing it up every time. I'm pretty sure the first time you said 70 to 60. No, I said 7 to 60. The first me, time. Me, 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 me. So another punishment for his followers could be uh, confinement in a room by themselves and being forced to watch TV with Shoko preaching at ridiculously loud volume. Yeah. The good stuff. Like, you can't give me fucking Saved by the Bell. Like, give me something like that's torturous, but not that torturous. Friends. Oh, come on. Friends is nowhere near as bad as Saved by the Bell. Seinfeld. Okay, yeah, Seinfeld fucking sucks. God, I, st- I-, I still think that Frasier is one of the most slept on TV shows. Eh. I thought Frasier was funny as fuck. It had its moments. Anywho. Overrated. I mean, most TV shows are. Cheers, underrated. Cheers, all right. Mash, underrated. Oh, absolutely. Mash was fucking hilarious. How, why the fuck are we talking about this now? Because we'll this about- is what we do. We'll talk about that on Sunday. So amongst the followers, there were scientists and engineers who were put on a pedestal compared to the other members because they would be able to to be part of the team to rebuild humanity after the oncoming fallout around the world. And by coincidence, did they actually pay the most as well? Probably. Probably not. I would imagine that you just go, he's important. I like Bob. Put him on the pedestal. Bob a good guy. Bob not no pay the seven thousand dollar. I'll give him the bath of water for free. <laughs> Bob, come get your bath of water. It's a hot steer. What? Nothing. <laughs> Jesus I'm just Christ. Sitting here having a good old time. Now these scientists would do experiments on the followers. It gets it gets Nazi ish a lot of times in this shit. Yeah. This this cult gets fucked up. It's possibly one of the deadlier ones. Over the course of its existence. So they would do experiments on the followers, including a form of electroshock therapy. Now, only members who had given everything that they had uh, financially, asset-wise, would be given the cap that they used for this for free. This was a basically a full range thing. So they would get it for free if they, gave, if they had given everything that they had. To their name to the group um other members had to rent the device for seven thousand dollars a month or you could got you could do it with a one-time payment of seventy thousand dollars and we're still in the 80s right yeah that's a lot of fucking money that's like 4.2 trillion dollars <laughs> in today's money yes i'm pretty sure i don't even think you can i not no amount can be calculated i'm not gonna google that but i'm <laughs> google me bitch Give or take a few pennies. Yeah. A couple a couple straw pennies. A few, a few half pence. So in the late 80s, there were multiple accusations against the group about deceiving the people whom they were recruiting, holding followers against their will, extorting their followers for money against their will, which I don't know why I wrote that part because is an extortion against your will. I, Otherwise, it would just be donation. I, yes. Stupid, fat, dumb me. And even the murder of a follower that attempted to leave in the group in February of 1989. So this death resulted from a normal punishment for the group. If someone were to try to leave Om Shinrikyo, they would be hung upside down and have their head dunked in freezing water to clear their head. Um, let me ask you a question. 
What does that seven mean? divided by two? What does that name? Does that mean, name mean anything? Or what you, the name of the cult? I'd have to look it up again. Oh, okay, because well, they went through multiple names. Like okay. this and the Mountain Wizards thing aren't they? They even have a different name now. They're still around. This cult's still around. Yeah, under a different name. I can't remember it off the top of my head. You could look it up easily if you wanted to. Yeah, still around. There's still stupid people out in the world. Duh. Where were we? So yeah, they would dunk people's heads in freezing water to clear their head. Kind of makes sense. I've done it. Uh, there were other sim- somewhat similar deaths in the group. Two young lovers told Shoko and the that the love they found with one another was greater than the love of Om Shinrikyo. Good call, kids. Totally not going to backfire for you. So they were hung upside down and dunked in boiled, boiling water. I would have took the cold water. Yeah. <laughs> Did he give or maybe both. Do like a cold, hot treatment. Oh, yeah. You know, that's big these days. You yeah. know, get in a sauna and jump in an ice bath. Yeah, you'd be so exfoliated, you literally wouldn't have skin anymore. According to uh, Joe Rogan, that's the best thing you can do. Drogan? Yes. Call Drogan? Joe Rogan. That's what he should be for Halloween. Call Drogan. Okay. Fuck my face. Uh, in an attempt to get <laughs> deaths like these to kind of disappear, Shoker brought up the idea of POA. Now, POA is the idea that you're basically helping somebody by killing them and offering them peace and a form of salvation from the pain they might be going through in their life. Sounds good. Like an assisted suicide Jack Kevorkian type deal, which we no all issue. know to an extent. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I have no issue with it. Yeah, like if I'm like if I'm literally going to die, no chance in hell, and I'm just writhing in pain, just fucking off me. Lethally inject me. Fucking call it a day. I... Fast forward a little bit here. In October of 1989, Tsutsume Sakamoto, an anti-cult lawyer, threatened to file a lawsuit against the group, which would have basically bankrupted them. This little side note, Sakamoto was representing over 20 people and families in an attempt to shut down Om Shinrikyo for the fucked up shit that was going on within that group. Many of the families were being represented because of their children being pulled into the group because of Shoko Asahara's representations of himself on TV and in the anime films that had been made and distributed by himself in the group. And these anime films are fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's like are. it's like him flying and doing all this majestic shit, and he's all got like fucking thirteen pack abs, and he just looks like he looks like fucking light skinned Jason Momoa, just ready to fuck. Not a good representation, not an accurate representation. But I digress. He kind of looked like Tajiri, with a longer beard and longer hair. Who's that? I have no idea who that is. Tajiri from WWE? The guy that <laughs> shit in people's face? He spit the green shit in people's face? I'm not not ringing the bell. Oh. Oh, I yeah. He's the one that I say that fucking Asuka girl Ripped is off. like, yes. I vaguely remember it, but I... God damn you. I don't know shit about wrestling until I move in with you, and now I know shit about current wrestling. Don't fucking blame me. I hadn't watched wrestling in like fucking 15 years before I started hanging out with you. And yet you want to sit there like, I don't really like fucking wrestling that much. So, negotiations with Sakamoto didn't go in favor of the group 
after which he recorded an interview with TBS, a Japanese TV station, talking about the situation with Aum Shinrikyo. Now, this is a little weird because this is a violation of something. I can't, I don't recall the actual term legally. But TBS showed the interview to Shoko and his followers, unbeknownst to Sakamoto, which led the group to pressuring the station to pull that interview. So a month after this, Sakamoto and his wife and their child went missing from their home in Yokohama, and police were unable to solve the disappearance at that time. Let's get into that a little bit. Okay. On Shoko Asahara's behest, if you will, he started saying that he wanted to enact POA upon this man and help him leave this world. Saying something about something along the lines of make sure, or like, to help his soul leave his body no matter what. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, three of Shoko's followers were sent to Sakamoto's home to take care of this situation. They went into the home and at night, obviously, as this stuff goes down, and one of them ran into like a piece of furniture which woke up the baby which who was sleeping in the other room from his parents. And after running into, or, I'm sorry, and when Sakamoto went to check on their baby, he saw one of the men silencing the baby and injecting it with potassium chloride, which is what they use to stop your heart during lethal injection. Right. Yes, this is a baby. It's, they're covering its mouth and injecting it with potassium chloride. So when he discovered what was happening, the other two attacked Sakamoto and killed him with a hammer and dispatched his wife the same way. Yeah, it gets, it ramps up. It, it goes zero to a hundred. If you will, we skip 60. Oh, look. Beer break. Now, after all this shit, and mind you, at this time, what we're about to talk about, they didn't, people didn't know that, couldn't prove that Shoko Asahara and Om Shinrikyo had anything to do with this at the time. They didn't find the bodies for a while. Okay. So Shoko then attempted to run for political office shortly after the Sakamoto situation and lost convincingly to his opponents. While some of the followers were canvassing on his behalf, they started to notice that life doesn't suck fat dick outside of the bullshit that they've been dealing with. And this led to a lot of people trying to leave the group. So in an attempt to sway other members from deciding to do that, Shoko started pushing for his apocalyptic bullshit and decided to start engineering weaponized botulism. Yeah. You know, the shit that you used to get from bad canning back in, like, the fucking 1400s? Mm -hmm. I don't think they canned shit back then, but you know what I mean. So they had plans to make a car that could emit the gas around the Japanese Capitol building, and he had planned for the Japanese people and government to blame the U.S. basically starting World War III. So they were trying to get that nuclear war going. Yes. On their, by, with their own two hands, that multiplied a, by however many. That seems a little unfair for a call to do. Yeah. To try to cause your own prediction. Well, listen to how stupid this asshole is. 
all these plans failed due to the fact that they would basically have to use a liquid form of botulism to infect people, which obviously is not an easy thing to pull off. You can gas people with other stuff, but you can't do that with botulism. You would have to take a liquid form and spray it on them, which does not go well. So, again, there are multiple allegations of things like extortion against this group. And despite this, their following grew to over 7,000 followers because of their propaganda writings and their films and other stuff like that. But their biggest weapons for spreading the word for the group was their anime. Um, See, this is why I hate anime. (sighs) We're pausing. Are we going to the bathroom again? Yeah. We'll be back here shortly. Pause. But for anybody who's listening on the podcast feed, there might be a little clip of what sounds like a weird transition there. I had to take shit. Because like I said, my stomach get, my tummy gets upset. I have a disorder. I can't help it. Get you some depends. You should have seen me before I went to the hospital. I just thought explosive diarrhea was day to day. All right. My asshole was like a Gatlin gun. We're not talking about shit today. Like, you ever seen those the cartoons when the fucking cartoon character eats a fucking piece of watermelon and then, like, machine guns at somebody? That's what my butthole was like. All right. Continue with this death cult. I guess. Where was I? Oh, there we go. Now, by this time, there was hundreds of compounds throughout Japan for this cult. Hundred. There's over 7,000 members by this time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we got five fucking listeners. How is this possible? Well, it, it, right now, and in all these compounds were, or not, maybe not all, but a lot of these compounds were super fucked up. Like they were infested with roaches. They were just gross. They couldn't kill the roaches because that would bring them bad karma and punishment, such as eating dozens of uh, oranges or multiple raw vegetables. And if you threw up from this punishment, you would then have to eat the vomit. And I believe it was just a cyclical rotation until you kept it down. That is just wrong. Right? So this is why I couldn't do a cult. I've been kicking somebody's ass. I love oranges, but like a couple dozen? Yeah, I'm probably going to throw up too. That's a lot of orange juice. Even if you don't, could you imagine the shit you would take after that? Because as we all know, too much fruit will upset the tum-tum. Is that your excuse? Oh, God. Could you imagine... You get the runs off of eating too much fruit, and it's a fucking, it's not just any fruit, it's a citrus fruit. So then you mix citric acid with stomach acid, and it's just eating away at your soul from the inside. You having fun there? Yeah, I'm playing with my shaft. I wouldn't call that a shaft, I'd call it more of a arm apparatus. Oh, do you want another beer? I will get one in a minute. Fuck it, I just took a shit. We might as well take a moment to fucking supply beers, too. Fuck it, I might as well grab one. This is this podcast is not sponsored by Bud Light, but we do love it. Getting back into it, god damn it. So there were also there were kids from this group in this group, but they had most of them under a certain age had been separated from their parents who were watched over by one of Shoko's daughters. And she was in her teens. Now, <laughs> from what I understand, for all intents and purposes, Shoko Asahara's daughter that was in charge of the children was basically little Japanese Hitler. Japitler. That actually fits. Little, she was a mini wannabe Hitler, and she controlled children, like Geppetto. Geppitler. 
Hitler. Adolf Hitler. The Führer. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Uh, now, some of the kids were said to be basically feral because they were just fucking filthy. And some, it was believed, and from what I've read, probably true, that some of them were unable to even speak. Yeah, and on top of that, throw in his daughter would do human experimentation on the kids using acid and stuff like that. So she's basically more like Rudolf Hess. Or, um... Wasn't Hess the one that didn't... Yeah, what was the other one? The one that we stole. Von Braun? No. Werner? Werner Von Braun? Wiener Von Bratwurst? I I think he was just a slave driver. I know. Who's the other one? I don't think he did a lot of kills. Who's the other big Nazi? I don't know. Hmm. Our Nazi knowledge is lacking tonight. I'll go watch the History Channel tonight. Excellent. Report back to us on Wednesday. So as the group grew, Shoko started changing his views on sex within his followers. Uh, Progressive flexing techniques were enacted because there was a point where there was no sex. So this was a whole this this was a whole thing. I didn't write down the whole process because he actually like there's like a a transcript of this. It's like it's basically like you're not supposed to have an orgasm. There's no come November or no not November. I'm out. But when you could eventually. But it was like it was like you go into the woman and you continue until you're about to And then you stop, and then you do, like, I'm assuming, like, Kegels, like, every so often. And then you progress this over a period of time, and you do that more and more. Or you can do it with masturbation as well. And then eventually, at the end of this cycle, I'm assuming you fucking scary movie a chick to the roof. (laughs) Like a goddamn fire hydrant of, of fucking baby gravy. Baby gravy. You never heard that one? It ringing a bell. I just haven't heard Do you prefer semen? Yes, I prefer semen. Love rub? Okay. Phallic facials? So basically, you weren't allowed to get off. No. But you were, eventually. It was just a very long process. Well, fuck that. I know, right? Now, which... which, which well, this, this ideology and this theory and shit would eventually change again and followers caught masturbating or having sex would be punished in ways ranging from solitary confinement to basically like doggy play where they would be like put on a leash and a collar and like have to walk around on all fours and eat like table scraps and shit for dinner. Well, some of them might like that. Beer stop. Beer break. That way I don't have to take one for a minute. So yeah, got kinky. I liked it. I liked reading about it. Now, on top of all this, it kind of makes sense if you hear this one. The further the group went, the more the use of LSD got out of hand. As this it is, always acid does. Acid was a common factor in a lot of this stuff. Well, he's a little behind the times, so though. Come on. Yeah. Now, we do. We this ramps up pretty quick now. Um, towards the end of 1993, the group started to manufacture sarin, a nerve gas that attacks the nervous system by interfering with the the degradation of the neurotransmitter acetyl hold on acetylcholine 
at neuromuscular junctions, usually ending in death, resulting from asphyxia due to the inability to control muscles involved in breathing. So this guy wasn't messing around. Contact your doctor if sarin to see if sarin gas is right for you. Stop. Sarin results of or side effects of sarin gas may include diarrhea, vomiting, bleeding from the eyes, uh, death of loved ones, loss of toes and fingers, loss of entire hands and feet, loss of ability to breathe, loss of life. If any of these side effects occur, go fuck yourself. This is a cult. Every man for himself. After you're dead. Don't care anymore. Give me your money. Here's your orange peel and lemon and your fucking alcohol. That'll be $7,000 for an extra 50. One milliliter of bath water. Fucking chotch bag, this guy. So, they later started manufacturing VX, which VX is basically like the is, is sarin on steroids. Is essentially right, what you're dealing yeah. with there. So... The group was still falling back on the idea that the United States would be blamed for their planned attacks. Now we're getting into shit, that kind of shit. They actually looked to Russia to help with their plans due to the rocky past that the U.S. had with Russia. Not a bad idea. You know, Cold War and all. I get it. Yeah. And, you know, just... Uh, kind of smart. The last, like, hundred years in general. Kind of smart. Yeah. I, I actually... I, I mean, if I was going to do what they're doing, then th- that's a fucking great idea. So, jump ahead a little bit again to the evening of June 27th, 1994. The group carried out a chemical attack against the public by releasing sarin in the Japanese city of Matsumoto in Nagano. They used a converted refrigerator truck, releasing a cloud of sarin into the air, which floated to the nearby homes of judges who were overseeing a lawsuit concerning, concerning a real estate dispute, which was supposed, supposed to go against the cult. During this attack, eight people were killed and around 500 more were injured. Police focused their investigations on a local resident, Yoshiyuki Kuono, who was innocent of any wrongdoing, and they failed to implicate the cult at that time. Just shoddy police work. Yeah. Jumping to December of 1994 and January of 1995, Masami Tsuchiya of Omshinrikyo synthesized between 100 and 200 grams of VX, which was used to attack three individuals. Of the three people attacked, one was killed and was suspected by Shoko Asahara to be a spy. So this was more of a terrorist group than a cult? Also, yes. Okay. In February of 1995, several cult members kidnapped Kiyoshi Kuriya, a 69-year-old brother of a member who had accepted and took him to a compound. Wait, I read that all wrong. Fuck me. Let's take that back. And take two. A 69-year-old brother of a member who had escaped and took him to a compound in, let's see, let's, what's this? This is a good one. Kami Kuishiki near Mount Fuji, where he was killed. Uh, they used a microwave-powered incinerator, and the remains were disposed of in Lake Kawaguchi. Kawaguchi? Burr! Kawaguchi, man. Lemon. Well, by Mount Fuji, couldn't they just dump them in the suicide forest? Been a lot easier. 
I don't like not, not any style in that though. Just saying. So, before he was abducted, he had been receiving threatening phone calls demanding to know the whereabouts of his sister, and he had left a note saying, quote, If I disappear, I was abducted by Om Shinrikyo. That's kind of on the nose. That might be a good clue to follow up on police. Might want to do a stakeout. Right. Now, throughout this time, the cult had been attempting to manufacture Russian AK-74 assault rifles. Yeah, they had smuggled one AK-74 that they could study and reverse engineer in an attempt to mass produce them. So they not only were getting ready for biochemical warfare, they were getting armed the fuck up. Which, I mean, if you believe that the fucking end of times is coming, that's not a bad idea. Um, Actually... On top of that, components for building the guns and blueprints were seized from the vehicle of an Om Shinrikyo member on April 6th of 1995. That's just a little piece of, little tidbit of extra information right there. Now, have yeah. we... Have, it. have we moved away from the religious aspect of this cult now? They just pretty much get rid of it altogether? Kind of. To an, I mean, it's still there. It's an undertone, but now they're just focusing on another aspect. You know, sarin gas, you know, biological weapons and gun manufacturing. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. militia, in other words. Yeah. So on the morning of March 20th, 1995, members released a binary chemical weapon similar to sarin in a coordinated attack on five trains in the Tokyo subway system, killing 13, seriously injuring 54, and affecting another 980. This is their big one. This was like some fucking TV show shit. They had synced watches and all that shit, and all of them were set to different times. So, like, they were all set at the right time where it was like they would all, they would basically have the largest reach they could have at the time of pulling off this stunt. I don't want to say stunt, this fucking bullshit to maximize the number of people that could be touched by the whole thing. Like they used they used subway times, routes, all that shit. It sounds to me like Japan really needs an ATF and FBI. I mean, you can get away with this, but you can't fucking smoke a joint on the street, God forbid. Because we wouldn't let this shit get that far. Right? Well, by, by this time, they were fucking a, a legitimate established religion. And we saw how that goes with other stuff. Now, with this attack, there's some estimates that up to uh, estimations that up to six thousand people were injured by the attacks, but that's not it can't it, that's neither here nor there. It can or it can't be legitimized. Ninety four, ninety five, ninety five. Surprised I had never heard about this. Right. That's why no, when no, I brought I was, it up, I said before I had kids, so I was probably drunk. Yeah, fair. I enough. was drunk from ninety two to ninety six. <laughs> that's fair. So uh, we're actually rolling through this really fast. Like I'm already, I'm more than halfway done. Sweet, yeah. But it's like I said, this one, like I don't see many talking points within it. No, there's talking points at the end once it all comes full circle. You know what I'm saying? Over the weeks after the attack, Ohm's activities were revealed in full for the first time. They found explosives, weapons, and Russian. Mil MI-17 military helicopter at the cult's headquarters in Kamikuishki at the foot of Mount Fuji. Kamikuishki. 
Kamakuchi. 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 Sure. They also found stockpiles of chemicals that could be used to produce enough sarin to kill 4 million people. What, what, what's confusing about this to me? These were not stupid people. No, they the had. Fall, they no, were, no, no, no. By by this time, they had they had like legitimate high ranking military officers. They right. had politicians. They had all kinds of shit in their ranks. This is not the Manson family, or no, the, not uh, at all. This is, cult this, this is this is one were, of the best formed cults ever, other than modern religion. These were smart people. When yeah, you, when you can make and whatever you know all the. Chemical warfare. Yeah. And Successfully. These are not stupid fuckers. No. I mean, this was planned. Like, I mean, they're not well some planned toothless, for the most red, part. toothless redneck out in the fucking hills no. or a cabin. We're not dealing with the KKK here. Right, but, I mean, so the, somebody had to <laughs> the say. Somebody, somebody had to say, um, excuse me. Why are we doing this again? Right, like how the fuck do you get all this shit and nobody notices? But exactly. when you've got high-ranking military members and politicians in your fucking in your pocket and as your followers, of course you can fucking get away with literal murder. So, during their raid, police also found labs for manufacturing LSD, meth, and a crude form of truth serum. A safe containing millions of U.S. dollars in cash and gold, and cells, many of which still contained prisoners. So this is basically the Japan's actual CIA? Yeah. Okay. So the group claimed the chemicals were for making fertilizers. Okay. Taliban-y a little bit. Now, over a six-week period, over 150 members were arrested for a variety of offenses. The chief of national, the National Police Agency was shot four times and seriously wounded on March 30th, 1995, which many thought was the work of Om Shinriko, but nobody had been charged. It probably was. Then on April 23rd, 1995, Hideo Murai, the head of Om's Ministry of Science, was stabbed to death outside the cult's Tokyo headquarters amidst a crowd of about 100 reporters in front of cameras. The man responsible was a Korean member of Yamaguchi Gumi and was arrested and eventually convicted of the murder. I have a question. Yes. I did not think the Japanese people, I'm ignorant to this, you mm -hmm. would know more. They didn't like the Koreans much. Well. I thought they were kind of racist against, looked down upon the Korean race, uh, uh, that version. Of I mean, Asia. yeah, but it's not, it's not really a thing like it used to be. Okay. Just, I mean, this is '95. It's not that long ago. Okay. I've just, I just always assumed, I, you know, that. Oh, what the fuck! J the Japanese and the Koreans were not quite fond of each other. Not in the past. Okay. No. But he was a member of Yamaguchi Gumi, which Yamaguchi Gumi is like Korean, the Korean mob to an extent. They're also known throughout the world as probably being the most wealthy gangsters in the world. Like billions of dollars going through this organization from drug trafficking, sex trafficking, prostitution rings, all that shit. Billions of dollars. Billions. Yes, like they're known as they're known billions. for being probably the richest 
criminal organization in the world. Hmm. Known, at least. Okay. Yeah. So they were fucking with some... They, they were playing with fire. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then move on to the evening of May 5th, a burning paper bag was discovered. This is a good one. With shit? No, in a toilet in Tokyo's busy Shinjuku station. Upon examination, it was revealed that it was a hydrogen cyanide device, which, had it not been extinguished in time, would have released enough gas into the ventilation systems to potentially kill 10,000 commuters. These guys were just assholes. Yep. On the, on the 4th of July, several undetonated cyanide devices were, cyanide devices were found at other locations in the Tokyo subway. Now, they were trying to do this to spark World War Three, right? Yes. Now, if my history is correct, we were actually on good... We've been on good terms with Japan for a while. So they were trying to blame this on the United States, correct? Yes. I think they were basically just counting on the backing of Russia. Is oh, what okay. they were going for. Okay. Yeah. Either way, it's kind of fucked. So, where were we... Shoko Asahara was finally found hiding within a wall of a cult building known as the Sixth Station. Sounds like a sex shop. Right? Oh, God, I accidentally zoomed out. In the Kamakuishiki complex on May 16th, and he was arrested. On the same day, the cult mailed a parcel bomb to the office of Yukio Aoshima, the governor of Tokyo, blowing off the fingers of his secretary's hands. Asahara was initially charged with 23 counts of murder and 16 other offenses. The trial dubbed, quote, the trial of the century by the press, ruled Asahara guilty of masterminding the attack and sentenced him to death. The indictment was appealed unsuccessfully and, num- and a number of senior members accused of participation, such as Masami <coughs> Tsushia, also received death sentences. Nice. Yes. Now, the well reasons... Deserved. What? Well deserved. Yes. Now, the reasons why a small circle of mostly senior OM members committed atrocities and the extent of personal involvement of by Asahara remain unclear, but several theories attempt to explain these events and uh, in... There's no good explanation. We know what they were trying to do. We know what happened. Right. Why the fuck do we care past that point? We shouldn't. Just string them up. Hang them. I agree. So, in response to the prosecution's charges, the charge that Asahara ordered the subway attacks to distract authorities, the defense maintained that Asahara was not aware of events pointing to his deteriorating health. And shortly after his arrest, Asahara... He was only 40-something. Yeah. Uh, he was born in 55. Yeah. Asahara abandoned his post at the organization as the organization's leader and maintained silence after this, refusing to communicate even with his lawyers and family members. So I'll give him that. He ain't no bitch. Nope. He's not going <laughs> to Right. So... <laughs> So on June 21st, 1995, Asahara acknowledged that in January 1994, he ordered the killing of a sect member named Kataro Ochida, who was a pharmacist, Jesus Christ, pharmacist at an at an Ohm hospital. 
Ochida, who tried to escape from a sect compound, was held down and strangled by another old member who was allegedly told that he too would be killed if he did not strangle Ochida. It's all coming together now. What? I, you I, look like you have a question. I do. Raise your goddamn hand. Yes, Phil? Now, these, this, these douchebags were doing a bunch of shit in Japan. Right? They're yeah. trying to kill thousands upon thousands of people. Oh, yeah. Where was the Japanese mob? What is it? The, the Yakuza? Okuza? Yeah, Yakuza. I mean, I come on. I don't give a fuck about this dude. Unless they're making money off him. I mean, at least America. He probably had ties with him, for real. At least by the that American time. mob, you don't do that shit. By that time, he had probably had ties with him. He was probably how he got the fucking AK. Well, good point. But they would, you at least think, because I'm sorry, Japan is not that big. No. Very powerful. Smaller but mighty. Just like a Japanese penis. <laughs> but you think they'd say, uh, don't do that shit here. Go somewhere else. Go to South Korea and do that shit. North Korea. Well, Nobody gives a fuck. Literally kill them all. It'd, it'd be they, well, I don't want to say that. Not the normal citizens, or probably even the soldiers, those brainwashed pieces of shit. But so you, you, you just think that they would say, "Hey, not yeah, on our, just call it a day, not dude. on our soil." soil. Yeah. Like these are all tougher. I'm just saying, the American mafia wouldn't deal with that. Anybody shit. want to pray on our tougher? You pray, pay a taxida. So we're gonna jump way forward now. July 6, 2018. Holy shit, that was a big jump. Shoko Asahara and six other Om Shinrikyo members were executed by hanging. Yes. I do like the Japanese way. Fuck that gas, you know, those lethal injections. Just hang the something. I would have used their own sarin to kill them. That would be funny. Right? How you like me now, bitch. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, how the turntables have turned. So Japan's justice minister, Yoko Kamikawa, stated that the crimes, quote, plunged people, not only in Japan, but in other countries as well, into deadly fear and shock, and, I'm sorry, shook society to its core. As it should. Go figure, Amnesty International criticized the use of the death penalty in this case. Ah, eh, fuck them. Yeah. While executions are rare in Japan, they have public support, according to surveys. There were 13 members on death row at the time. Om Shinrikyo members executed on the 6th of July, 2018, included Shoko Asahara, who was the leader, Yoshihiro Inoue, who was the head of intelligence, Tomomitsu Nimi, the getaway driver for uh, Ikuo Hayashi, one of the perpetrators of the Tokyo subway attack. He was obviously shitty at his job. Yeah. Tamamosa Nakagawa, a perpetrator of the Sakamoto family murder. Kiyohide Hiyakawa, Ohm's construction minister, convicted of strangling a young cult member in 1989 suspected of dissidence. Seichi Endo, the, quote, head scientist of Om Shinrikyo. I will say this. What? Jessica asks how I'm, I'm doing. I have a kind of a headache. These names are giving me a fucking headache. You're welcome. Jesus Christ. Masami Tsuchiya, Om Shinrikyo's chief chemist and director of the sarin gas manufacturing. Now, 
These members were executed on July 26th of 2018. Yasuo Hayashi, a perpetrator of... These are all... Okay, so they're all perpetrators of the Tokyo subway attack. Kenichi Hirose, Toru Toyota... I didn't even have to make that one up. Masato Yokoyama, Kazuaki Ozazaki, Satoru Hashimoto. Hashimoto. Well, what are you nodding at? Oh, uh, Tyler asked a question, and I didn't want to interrupt oh. you. I was just uh, shaking my head, hoping oh, okay. Tyler, because he asked okay. a question, and he was correct. Now, if we want to know, if anybody cares, Shoko Asahara's ashes will be collected by his youngest daughter according to his will. Okay, <laughs> is there anything more to that story? I will say I do Did like his youngest daughter a little bit. What? I do like his youngest daughter a little bit. His youngest daughter told relatives and cult members to, quote, put an end to the om and stop hating society. So that's a thing. Now, starting in January of 2000, the group was monitored for quite some time. As you would think. Um, in January of 2003, Japan's Public Security Intelligence AG re- Agency received permission to extend the surveillance for another three years, and they found evidence which suggested that the group still revered Asahara. According to the Religious News blog report issued on April of 2004, the authorities still consider the group's group a threat to society. Excuse me. So they're still operating today. Oh, it, it, this keeps going. Okay. 15th of September, 2006, Shoko Asahara lost his final appeal against the death penalty. Nobody gives a fuck. He's fucking dead. Um, in March, early March of 2007, Fushi, Fumihiro Joyu, former Om Shinrikyo spokesperson and head of Om's Moscow operation. Oh. Yeah. Formally announced a long-expected split. Joyu's group called Hikari Noa, the Circle of Light. Claims to be committed to um, uniting science and religion and creating the new, the quote, the new science of the human mind. Having previously aimed to move the group away from the criminal history and towards the spiritual roots. Fair enough. I'll, all right. But in, and then in April 2011, the Public Security Intelligence Agency stated that OM had about 1,500 members. Still, still. Still. In July 2011, the cult reported its membership as 1,030. The group was record, reportedly active in trying to recruit new members via social media and, uh, I don't know, if I can, what is it, proselytizing on college campuses so just say canvassing please you fucking bunch of bitches with my high school education i had no idea what the fuck you were talking high about. high school on a good day between yeah. the two of us jesus christ i at least attended most days yeah now japan's public security examination commission that's a long one announced in january 2015 that om shinrikyo's two spinoffs would remain under surveillance for three more years starting on the first of february 2015 so not only are they still around, they're splitting into different sects, if you will. Mm. Yeah. Um, they do have a contemporary following, not as group members and group members, but as in just people that are interested in them. Which is terrifying if you think like why? 
Look into them, yes, but is there something you need to, to almost admire them to an extent. Is there something you need to tell me, Travis? No. Okay. If I don't believe in God, what makes you think I believe in the fucking the bearded Japanese Gandhi? Gandhi wasn't as good of a person as everybody thinks he was either. Like little kids, but that's beside the point. There's, that's a, lot, a, there's a lot of allegations against MLK these days, too. Well, we're not going to touch that one. I will. I'll do a whole episode on that. We'll bring in a guest host for that. I'll bring in a whole. I'll do a whole episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, Aleph. That's what it is now. That's what they're known as now. Aleph. Aleph. A L E P H. Huh. Now, do these have uh, branches in other countries? Yes. We'll get to that too. Okay. Now. This shit, there was an investigation launched in 2013 because in April of 2013, the Public Security Intelligence Agency took a photograph inside Aleph's facilities. And in this photograph, there was a bundle of papers pierced with a knife on an altar-like object. The papers included photographs of PSIA employees and directors, police officers, and lawyer Taro Takamoto, who helped uh, followers leave Om Shinrikyo. At least up to this point of these writings, Aleph still displayed portrayals of Shoko Asahara and demanded followers' dependence using videos and of or of Asahara. I apologize for that. my misspeaking. I took a shit in the middle of this show, but I apologize for mispronouncing a word. This show went to shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. So here we go, 2016. On the 5th of... We're jumping around a little bit, but I figured we'll kill the fucker off and then go back and do some of this shit. On the 5th of April 2016, the Investigative Committee of Russia announced it opened a criminal case against Om Shinrikyo followers and that its investigators, along with Federal Security Service, or FSB, don't know how that fucking makes sense, um, were conducting raids in Moscow and St. Petersburg to find them and confiscate literature, religious items, and electronic information. And put them in the gulag. Right. In the 20th of, on the 20th of September, do you remember? The Russian government banned Om Shinrikyo in the country, declaring it a terrorist organization. Good for the Russians. It took them until 2016. Well, you know, better late than never. Eat a fat sack of dicks, Putin. Oh, at least he did it. You're gonna do fucking. You're gonna fucking come after my my votes. I don't have votes, bitch. You go jump your shirtless ass up on a fucking horse and go fuck yourself. Hey, if I would do it too. We're down to my last two notes. Two notes. In November 2017, Japanese police raided five offices of Aleph in an investigation into the group's recruiting practices after a woman paid tens of thousands of yen for study sessions. So basically what this tells me is as of at least 2017, they're just starting over. So in my mind, sometime in the next 10 years, if they don't crack down on them, this Aleph is just going to do some fuck shit again. So great. You just you have just put us on their hit list. Fuck you. What are you going to do? Go after my family in Japan? I don't know them motherfuckers. Ain't no kin to me. I don't even know their do they names. they have organizations set up here? Oh, shit. The- what if I have family that's part of Aleph? Oh, we could be in serious trouble. I'm making trouble. some phone calls. <laughs> fuck, my grandma's dead. I don't know how I'm going to do that. 
God damn, that little old lady was slow as fuck and couldn't speak very good English. You got her on the phone with her family, but she said, a million goddamn miles an hour. I'm like, you can talk that fast, but bitch, it takes you how long to put my goddamn dinner on the table? If grandpa was alive, he'd be bitch slapping you. That's not true. My grandpa was actually a pretty agreeable man for being a, a, a child of the now, Korean they, War. Were they? They were. Yeah. What? Wait. Your grandparents. Yeah. Your run by run your lineage lineage by me again. Grandma was a hundred percent. Grandma was a hundred percent. Grandpa okay. bought her back. Brought, brought her, her back, back from, from the war. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. She was trafficked. That's not true. That's actually why I have the point of view I do on uh, immigra- immigration. What's your point of view? Let's just go ahead and pick Just do the goddamn paperwork. You can literally go on. I went online and found pictures of my grandmother's fucking on- signature on papers at Ellis Island or Whatever. I think both of them. But- I don't know why because I, th- I think there may have been more than one attempt. But I found my grandmother's on- signature on the immigration, on the the. the the paperwork at the island and her immigration paperwork. If that bitch can come to America from Japan within 10 years of world war two ending the right way, it can be done. Now, can they facilitate it a little better? Did they get probably, did they get married there or here? I don't, I don't know. I would assume if you've married, well, no, cause she, she's still, I'm pretty sure she still signed her, maiden name oh okay I was, I, but i would think the rules would make it a little bit easier if you i'd make, have to look i'd I have you, to look that makes that, that, i, 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 I wonder now if i i should look that up and see what the signature says i would think there'd be a little less hoops to jump through what really threw me off is guess what, what? signature fucking english i thought for sure it was going to be like goat in a little house fat guy like on a chair handicap sign fucking middle finger <laughs> Yeah, like, it blew my mind. I was like, you can't say my fucking name right, but you can sign your name in English. She can't say your name right? Well, she can't say shit now. That bitch dead. Oh, I meant. <laughs> no, I remember my grandpa fucking making fun of her for it. What's there was one day I was up there visiting the fucking, I was just like chilling, watching TV with my grandpa before dinner. And like my grandma wanted me to do something. She's like, Talavis. <laughs> and eventually he was like, God damn it, woman. His name's Travis, not Talavis. <laughs> And I was like, damn, Grandpa, that was the most hilarious racist shit I've ever heard. <laughs> well, um, if, you're only- married, if you're married to her, I think you can be yeah, Right. <laughs> you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me. So the only, uh, the last thing I really have on this whole thing is January 1st, 2019 in Tokyo. Om sympathizer Kazuhiro Kusakabe told authorities he intentionally rammed into pedestrians crowded into narrow Takashita Street in Harajuku uh, in the Harajuku district, I'm sorry, as a terrorist attack in, quote, retaliation for an execution. It does remain unclear whether he was referencing the 2018 execution of Om Shinrikyo Doomsday cult members directly or making a broader statement. The attack, which was on New Year's Day, dickhead, Left eight injured. A ninth person was also directly injured by the driver himself. So, yeah, they're still around. Well, we would think they would try to do something about them. 
Now we pontificate. So, first off, fuck you. This is why people don't like me. Goddamn Om Shinrikyo and Pearl Harbor fucked it, me, fucked it up for us good, God-fearing Japanese people. Or it has nothing to do with the concentration camps that we put you guys in. In World War Two, yeah, yeah. Let's while we're on the subject, let's talk about that one for a second. No, we. Don't. Everybody seems to fucking forget. Everyone seems to forget that the did that, the white man did that. The white man brought it up on this podcast. Like, what the fuck? What'd you do? Just go fucking clear out little Tokyo. Like, all I do is sell egg roll, even though that's not Japanese. All I do is make million dollars, sell my fortune cookie recipe to Chinese man to make in Chicago. Speaking of fortune cookies. Oh, you want to talk about the fucking buffet the other night? We can. Or you want to save it for Wednesday? Oh, fuck me. You want to save it for Wednesday? I don't know. I think we should go again. Oh, we will. (laughs) About a month. Let's say we do it tomorrow. No. That way we got a fresh story to tell on Wednesdays. Okay, I've got a fucking... No, but... uh, Issei Sagawa, he's on my list. Uh, He's coming up here soon, isn't he? I don't know. I haven't looked at the upcoming... I'll be honest, I go two ahead, and this was two for me. I don't even know what I've got. in the next couple, I believe. Uh, We did go to Twin Dragon. Who uh, said... Tyler. There's only one person that would know. Oh, yeah. Maybe Lamont. And... Well, Jessica wouldn't. She's not that far away. Uh, she might, maybe, she might but know. Lamont might know where that is. Yes, we did. Tim. Tim would, for sure. Tim who? Tim. Oh. It's Casey's little brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely knows where that is. Yeah. We, Honestly, Izzy probably does, too. It was not pleasant. It was fucking great while we were there. We did not. Let's just... I literally thought, I le- legitimately thought I was going to have to stop and vomit in the parking lot before we even got to the car. I got I got through those first two plates, which, mind you, before anybody's like, Travis is a big boy, blah, 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 blah. My plates, if you want to, <laughs> what was the comparison between your plate and I my had plate? Normal, I had normal plates. <laughs> we had the same amount of plates, but you had three times the amount of plates. I was going to say, I would say, like, through all of your plates that we ate, probably that you ate probably adds up to my one plate. Maybe 1.3% <laughs> of your plates. Oh, my God. Ugh, yes, shit. It was not a... We were both feeling it. Rough. And I thought I fucked myself up. Phil couldn't poop right. Yeah, I still... Until we had Chipotle the next <laughs> yeah, night. I had a Chipotle. And then it slid out of there like fucking... To undo the roadblock. Like R. Kelly's piss onto teenage girls. I had to, you know, get rid of the construction. Did you see that shit? What? They seized R. Kelly's commissary uh, account, if you will. Really? Yeah. It was like $30,000 or something like that. I was like, what the fuck? Are you trying to buy the whole fucking store? That's a lot of soap you have to buy. That's a lot of fucking rock. That's a lot of fucking quarter noodles. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of buns. You could literally feed the whole goddamn block with that. Yes. But oh, I have to say one more thing about Twin Dragon. Oh, my ass hurts We had so our bad. fortune cookies. Oh, yeah, I don't even remember mine. Mine I was stupid. Yeah, you saved yours. I saved the motherfucker because it was the lamest fortune cookie of all time. Yeah, because they're not fortunes. They're just fucking statements. Well. But statement cookies don't sound good. It's in there. We should get some of the good ones. You can get, like, dark fortune cookies 
Like you order them online. Yeah. And it's like funny shit. It's like you're going to get gonorrhea if you don't stop being a piece of shit. <laughs> but the one that I got said something to the effect, I'm paraphrasing. What is it? Paraphrasing. <laughs> good advice is like kissing. Oh, yeah. It they're feels, both fun. If they both feel good to do or something call, like that. It costs nothing. I'm like, what? In Eat a fuck dick. Was that motherfucker on LSD? Yeah, well, taking a shit feels good and costs nothing, too, but I wouldn't say that's the same as kissing. No, I mean, I would have respected it more if it said, blowjob, a good advice is like a blowjob. Then you would have my fucking You know what I would respect? I want to open a fortune cookie one time and then just fucking, like, open it and read the piece of paper and it just says, gotcha, stupid. That would be a good fortune cookie. What does uh, that say? You want to talk the I steamed ha- buns? I don't know. Well, I will say this: uh, Twin Dragon went downhill a little bit. Oh yeah. The last time I, I say we try a different one next time. Maybe we might have to. The one in Tri County is not bad. We'll do that one next. But I, I, I didn't get a I full experience. Really? You gotta go pee pee. Hopefully, it doesn't smell anymore. I sprayed twice. Oh, let me go to the west wing. Yeah. Phil. Did you get to the bathroom oh, yet? Lord, have mercy. What the fuck are you doing here? Really? I'm proud of myself. I'm like the fucking doctor from Grandma's Boy. My beef's strong. Avoid sushi at a buffet. I've had sushi at a buffet. Yeah, I mean, I've eaten sushi, but it's mostly like fucking California rolls and shit. I think. Hopefully. I don't know. Everything makes my body fucked off. God damn it. Welcome to life when you're too young to have diverticulitis but you have fucking diverticulitis man i need a haircut soon looking shaggy af i look like a fucking i look like the captain of the basketball team at a 1955 high school in iowa <clears throat> oh that was a good one phil's god can you believe this guy going to the bathroom in the middle of a fucking podcast what a piece of shit God, I can't believe it. The audacity. We've got people here, and you're going to waste their time by going to the bathroom. I can't believe you, Phil. At least I didn't take a shit in the middle of the show. I took two sh- Wait, didn't I shit twice in the show? Or was that right at... I did, didn't I? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was taking a poop when we first started going live, too. But, if, hey, if it happens before the intro, it doesn't fucking count. What does it say? All right, gallbladder removed a couple weeks ago. Ah. Uh. Yeah. All right. Dude should have just whipped it out. I'm getting a weird vibe off of Tyler nowadays. Tyler. That's for another account. It's not like you would have been able to see it anyway. <laughs> I'd have to get up and zoom the camera I'd have in. have to walk, you know, all the way to the camera. It's like fucking do, like, do a pressed ham with your dick. That reminds a me. A pressed Vienna sausage. I saw something this weekend. Was I, it a dick pressed up against a window? Close. I told you I watched that documentary. Go on. I watched that documentary on uh, Woodstock 99. Yeah. I was not aware of this. The Red Hot Chili Peppers were the last uh, group to perform. Flea performed naked. Completely naked. Yeah. And they showed it. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's not that abnormal. But I did not want, I did not need to see Flea's penis. It was mostly Bush, if I remember correctly. No, I mean, Flea's not bad. I mean, Flea's pretty... I'd suck it. That's what <laughs> Phil's face just told me. Yeah. If he's a little bit better looking. No Tommy Lee, though. Oh, fuck no. Honking boat horns with his donger. <laughs> apparently, Tommy Lee has, uh, I guess, I did not see the Instagram post, but apparently he's whipping it out again. 
Oh, is that what they're talking about? I think so. You got to get back in the fucking <laughs> the news since let's the, find out since the uh, tour here. From what I hear, every re, everything I've heard sucked major balls. Sucked a big Tommy Lee dick, apparently. I don't know. We know somebody that went to the show in Cincinnati, and like you literally couldn't see anything because their seats were a quarter of a mile away. Yes. Let's see. Let's go to Tommy Lee's Instagram. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you follow Tommy Lee? No. Okay, I was going to say, I might lose a little respect for you. <clears throat> That's not him. Tommy Lee Sparta. Oh, well, they're verified. Holy shit. That's definitely not him. Unless Tommy Lee changed colors. Who the fuck? What was Tommy Lee's fucking name? A bunch of fake accounts, dude. Let's just go with Tommy. The real Tommy Lee. I'm trying to see this fucking hog. You've never seen it before? Didn't you no, see the sex I mean, tape? I saw it like 20 years ago. But we thank everybody that showed up for the live stream. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, if you're listening to this oh. podcast and you made it this far into this bullshit, uh, you can join us every Sunday and Wednesday at youtube.com backslash ghosts in the night. I don't know if that's the actual link. Ghosts in the night. Yeah, it is. Ghosts in the night. Ghosts with an S. You put in www.youtube.com backslash G-H-O-S-T-S-I-N-T-H-E-N-I-G-H-T. Yes. There you go. Good job, Travis. Instagram, uh, G-H-O-S-T-S fuck, underscore N-I-T. Fuck that up. That. Yes, you can follow us on all of social medias. That this we, is perfect. I got to poop again. Oh, that's like and share. Don't need that. Oh, fuck my mouth. Uh, Instagram hey, at ghost underscore night underscore podcast. Twitter at night underscore ghost. Facebook, ghost in the night. And on uh, Tiki Taki, the ticker talker. At that was a close one. <laughs> Ticker talker. Yeah. That's like ordering Nigeri at the fucking sushi restaurant. You got to be careful there. But TikTok is at GITN.podcast. See, I did that without looking. Or that other country in Africa that's not that's almost Nigeria. What? What? You don't know what I'm talking about? There's literally a country in Africa called that is named Niger. Is it really? Yeah, N-I-G-E-R. Huh. And then there's Chad. Where the fuck does Chad fall into That's place in Africa? That's a fucking uh, African country. Like Chad, the country with spiked hair. All right, you ready to kill this thing? Oh, it's been killed for about two hours. Yeah, I got to poop again. Oh, for the love of Christ. What? That salad you're today. Full of, you're full of shit. That salad today really runs through me. All right, we will see you guys. And I had Chipotle at like fucking 11 o'clock at night last night. We will see you, everybody, on Wednesday for our next What the Fuck Wednesday episode. We'll be fucked off pretty good. Where we will actually uh, talk not about, talk about anything. We'll just shoot the shit with you guys. So, like I'm about to do. <laughs> we will see you then, and next week, next Sunday. Don't like I said. I have to look. You'll up. know. Follow us know on what, Instagram. You'll find out. Doing. So yeah, take care. Love you. Fuck off. All that good shit. Bye. <laughs>